Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast at the Paint, Paper and Palettes podcast. And I'm here again with Izzy. Hello. Izzy, uh, how have you been? Oh, very, 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 very busy. Um, I've been really focusing on expanding my shop. Uh, so I've been working on that. I've rebranded, which is very interesting to talk about later. Um, and I think you cannot have missed this. I have discovered something amazing in a budget store that <laughs> is very known here in Europe. <laughs> Actually, I, I have them right here. I have, I have them right a, here. I, I bought a new bunch again. <laughs> yeah, here they are. You've seen it on Instagram. Izzy has been posting about these these brushes from the action. Yes, and the yeah, story Insta- is actually very uh, very funny. Yeah. Le- oh, I'll let you tell it. So I went to the action, and if you don't know what the action is, it's like uh, a super affordable affordable budget store that literally has everything from interior design to candy to chips to everything, uh, and even uh, art supplies. Um, and I was walking around the store thinking, okay, what could artists use? What is actual valuable from the action that is pretty good for artists to use? And I was sharing that on Instagram. So I saw these brushes there in uh, mint and in pink. And first I said, I would not recommend these for watercolor because it's action. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, for gouache, I thought they looked really, really nice. They had a fine tip. And uh, I thought it, they would be great for gouache. But then I got home and tested them. And boy, was I surprised. I started trying them with watercolors, not expecting much. My point was to make a story about why these brushes aren't pretty good for watercolors. But then it turned a 180 and they are actually amazing. And I started ranting about them. And then suddenly people were tagging me that they went to the action and bought them. And it was like one after another, my DMs were like, ping, ping, ping. Oh my God, I need to go to the action. And people actually went and got them. And a couple of days later at my own action, I went there and they were sold out. And I was like, (laughs) did I do that? (laughs) I think I've seen at least like 12 or 15 people. Uh, and that's from from my perspective, oh, like that's like a lot of people that that bought these. And there are I, so many people who bought them. And I wasn't going to buy them because I'm a, I'm, I'm an art snob, art supply snob. And, yeah, me too. And and I want so, like whenever somebody says, "Oh, I got my art supplies at the action," I'm already like, "Yep, those aren't real art supplies." Me too. <laughs> so I didn't want to buy them. But then uh, our mutual friend, uh, Zoibu, she was like, you have to get them. You have to get them. I'm going to take you to the action. I'm going to buy them for you. And she bought me the set. And I was like, okay, I guess. (laughs) And then I tried them. (laughs) I was like, oh, these are pretty. I don't want to admit it, but they're actually really good. Right? I had the same thing. Like, I don't want to admit it. And they are not. They are not high-end brushes, okay? So don't expect Princeton Velvet Touch, you know? They are are six six brushes for two euros. Yes. You cannot expect a lot from them, but for action, for a budget store, to me, they come very close to, uh, uh, you know, uh, Gerstecker's own brand or uh, even Da Vinci's lines of brushes. I'm like... These yeah, the synthetic, synthetic the lines. Level. The synthetic lines, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's, it's crazy. I don't know how long they're gonna last, but I've been working on this big A2 piece, and I've worked on it for five hours today, and they lasted at least five hours. <laughs> That's great. I, I, I expected, to be honest, I expected the handle to come loose from the. Oh no! Wait, the the aluminium thing. Mm-hmm. I expected it to come loose from the handle, but it, it still hasn't, and I've been using it uh, pretty pretty much. Yeah, the only thing I've noticed is that uh, the tip, uh, because it's like white with a little bit of pink, it discolors really quickly. Yeah, yeah. it discolors really, really fast, and even with my own brand of soap, it's really hard to get it out, simply because 
it's white and once it's stained it's just stained it's like hair color mm -hmm. yeah but other than that they are great i even bought extras for people who don't have an action <laughs> especially my members they're like oh i wish we had an extra here and i'm like you're a member you're a bird member right oh i can send you some it's no problem mm -hmm. so yeah yeah that Crazy. was my week it was it, it was a lot how yeah. was yours well you you kind of know already but uh so but the people listening week... don't know <laughs> yes i, I know, I know. <laughs> so so last week that weekend i had uh comic con so I had been working really, really hard towards Comic-Con and really overworking myself. You've and then I... Like crazy girl. Yeah, and then I had the weekend, which was really busy. And then I got home and I was kind of feeling sick. And then mm. the rest of that week, I just spent in bed. Because oh. I had... Uh, I don't know the English word is really difficult for it, but it was some sort of throat infection. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and, and I had to get antibiotics and stuff and I just had to like lay down and rest but I had my shop update pla planned last weekend mm. so even though I had to rest oh I also God. had to make my pictures and my listings and my stuff for yep. my shop update so yep. every time I felt a little bit okay I had to like work on the shop update um, so that's that the shop update went very well um, so in, in first, like when the launch happened, I had these new, um, you've probably seen them. I had these new palettes with like the little uh, sculptures on top. So Yeah, they're and, so cute. Yeah, and I made this whole story about them that they are <gasps> painter's pets and that you have to uh, share your first bit of paint with them and that they will create alongside with you and like they'll they'll give you uh, they bring, bring you luck they bring you luck and inspiration and happiness something like that yeah and, and i had this whole branding but they were pretty expensive uh so i didn't really think they would sell well and at first they didn't they didn't really sell well i think i sold one on the first day or maybe two mm -hmm. um and the shop update was kind of like very slow. So I had like eight orders, I think, I think on the first day, which is not a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, but then on the second day, I think people were like having this idea in their head. So the second day, I also got like eight to 15 orders somewhere in between. Oh, wow. Uh, so and I normally I have my orders at the shop update day and then yeah. only a few after. Uh, yeah. But now I had like that amount on, on the day after. And then on Tuesday, I also had like four or five orders, but they were, ah. all, but they were all pretty big. Um, so in the end, I had like 25 something orders. Um, and it was, it was a pretty good shop update. Like uh, I can't really make enough money with my shop updates to live off, but it certainly mm -hmm. was a very good amount for me to continue working, continue ordering products, uh, oh, pay, that's great. pay my Texas uh, advisor yeah. person. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's yeah, important. I, I, I just uh, uh, packed all the orders and shipped them out today. So it's a little bit late because they ordered on Sunday and today's Friday. So that's about like I maximum want my orders to be here for a week. So yeah. five business days is about the maximum I want to take for something to ship out. Um, but yeah. And now I just have this big thing I'm working on right now. But uh, I have quite some time for it still. And then I don't really need to do anything. So That's really uh, nice. Great week. All right, uh, well. Except that you were sick. That yeah. Like yeah. It's, uh, and, and it's part, part of life. Yeah, part of life. All right. Before we get into the main topic, uh, uh, we want to uh, do some little, some some relax working, creative work while we're recording the podcast. Issy, what are you working on? It's not really creative work what I'm doing. Um, I'm actually having, I've been working on a wholesale wholesale order in the last couple of months and it was delayed a lot of times um, I went on vacation and then the, the heat wave came 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I, I decided not to work doing the heat wave because it's just too damn hot in here. Uh, but now I'm actually finished and I'm labeling all the little... Wait, I could show you all the little bird paint pans. Oh, yeah, nice. Just so you're cute. almost done. You almost can send it out. Yeah, this is basically the beginning stage of my uh, packaging, um, packaging line. So mm-hmm. I'm happy. I'm always happy to do this because then you just know that they will leave and go to their new forever home. I am um I'm just doing some crocheting, more crocheting. I have some granny squares in front of me. I was um, about to ask, are you gonna make granny squares again? Yeah I'm I'm gonna make more granny squares. They're I, so fun to make. I now have about 100 finished. <gasps> what so are you making? Uh, uh, well I I think I'm making a blanket, but I'm not entirely sure yet. <laughs> you just like making granny squares. Yeah, because I was like, I made my two uh, hot water bottle covers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those were both uh, tw- uh, 24. No, they were both 12 granny squares per, per piece. Mm-hmm. So I made per 24 piece. granny squares for that. Uh, and then I was like, okay, I want to make something else, but maybe I want to make like a, a kimono jacket or a oh, crop top cute. or some other kind of jacket, or I'm going to make a blanket. But but a blanket is a lot of work because I that's calculated it. how many granny squares I need for that. And that's going to be around 480, uh, which is a lot of granny squares. So I have about 100 now, which is already a lot, but it's not nearly enough for a blanket. So I guess... I guess we'll find out. I'm just gonna continue until I'm like I'm done with granny squares, whatever it's gonna. <laughs> if I have enough for a project, that's what it's gonna be. <laughs> that's a great mindset. Because that's, then it's never a fail. Like it could also be a baby blanket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and I think a lot of people are like doubt uh, really. Uh, scared to start big projects because they're like, oh, I'm gonna quit halfway through and then it's never gonna be finished. And that's like great about granny squares. You can just say, okay, my project is one granny square and I'm just gonna do like a granny square today and then I can figure out what it will be yeah. later. It can even yeah. just be like a coaster, like one granny square. Yeah, is just it could a even coaster. be a coaster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so easy. All right, let's uh, let's get into the topic because we can talk about crocheting and, and stuff. <laughs> that's a whole new podcast. That, that's not this this podcast. This podcast we talk about our art business and about uh, art stuff and 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 not just about granny squares. Although I could no. I, I could talk the whole podcast about granny squares. We could paint granny squares. Okay. <laughs> So you, uh, like last podcast, we talked a little bit about how you wanted to rebrand, but you didn't do it yet. But uh, like last week, you've started rebranding. Like I'm listening at you and I'm like, did I say that? (laughs) Yeah, I I don't because I've edited edited the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But but I want to talk about about branding and about when to rebrand. When you first started out... Did you have a plan in mind for how your what your brand was going to look like? No. Does anyone? I mean, it's... Main... No, I didn't. Um, I knew because I, I have a background in graphic design, desktop publishing. I knew I needed branding. I knew I needed at least a logo, something that represented what I do, who I am. Um, but when I started out... <laughs> it was so weird. I took like the shape of a glass muller. Mm-hmm. Uh, so imagine that shape and then inverted it. So the, mm-hmm. the, the like space around it was colored and the shape of the muller was just white. And then I put it in a circle and it was like simply is design in, I call it fancy lettering, but it's just like the font that is that looks like it's hand lettered mm-hmm. in holographic stickers. Uh, and I think the color was some type of picture I've made from an abstract painting I did, 
with a mm -hmm. lot of green and gold. Green and gold. That was my thing. Green and gold. But very quickly, I wasn't happy with that. And it was around the time I started getting to know other paint makers in the Netherlands, mm -hmm. like Studio Creative Cloud, Cindy. Yeah. And because the cloud is in her name, she somehow unintentionally <laughs> made the cloud her thing. Yeah. And, and I was amazed by it. It was so good. And we've met a couple of times and I told her, you know, I wish, I wish I had some kind of, you know, the cloud is really your thing. I wish I had a thing. I didn't have a thing. Mm -hmm. uh, until I started introducing my birds to everyone and everyone thought they were really cute and blah, blah, blah. And then Cindy actually said to me, you know, you can make your bird your thing. Mm -hmm. So then I decided people, I had a, a little following that knew me for my paint and my birds. So I was going to make my whole branding around my birds. They were becoming my mascots. Mm -hmm. And I was really happy with that until like a couple of months ago when I was planning. To, I, t I told you in another podcast that I, I'm planning to branch out and uh, expand my shop with other things. But it, the, the bird and my name, Simply Is Design, didn't represent anything that has to do with art or paint making. Yeah. I mean, I mean the whole Simply Is Design, the Izzy Design actually dates back from, from when I was a student and I was still building websites and creating logos for people. So that's where the design part comes in. But are you designing paints? Not really. Yeah. So, so I, I wasn't really happy with it. I thought it was weird. I was contacting manufacturers and even they were confused about what I do. So it was, it was really time to rebrand again after mm -hmm. two years of having simply is design with a huge bird. I was ready to let that go. Yeah. For you, it was like the, 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 you redesigned partly because people misunderstood the message that you were trying to give, like with your brand. And yeah. also just because it didn't uh, resonate with you enough. Like you didn't yeah. really feel like uh, it, it really was something that you could stand behind. Exactly. Uh, mm -hmm. But I still didn't want to get rid of the bird because... Mm -hmm. It has grown into something that is part of me and represents me and people know me for. If you if you are a bird member, you know exactly of which paint maker you are a member of. Yeah, and also I think you've done the, the charity uh, for the birds a couple of times. Um, like you exactly. did a charity sale a little while back where you raised some money for a, a bird. A bird shelter. shelter. Yeah, yeah, uh, and th that's still something that you care about. And of course, you have birds because you care about. Exactly. Birds. I have the birds; they are still my mascot. But I didn't want to have them prominent on the foreground, so I kept them, or at least I kept one of them in my logo, mm -hmm. uh, just small, but it's still a part of me. And then the rest of my branding. I really thought about it. At first I thought I should drop the design. So just simply Izzy. Mm -hmm. Because it is basically, especially with the with social media, it is mostly me talking about uh, things that I do or things that I make or, you know, other funny stories or funny reels. And people know my brand and my face is like one thing. So then, and then Instagram actually didn't allow me to call myself simply Izzy. Mm -hmm. So then I thought, why not just Izzy? Yeah. So now it's just Izzy, uh, except for Instagram, because Instagram doesn't allow it. You know who has an Izzy profile that is just named Izzy on Instagram? Some kind of dude uh, with 18K followers, but has no posts. <laughs> How unfair is that? 
I actually know um, so somebody that I know he gets a lot of messages from random people that people want to buy his name uh, because apparently he has a very well-known name and he's like the original and uh, now uh, like people that have that name want to buy his Instagram username <laughs> so you could try that with, with the original Izzy <laughs> 18k followers, no posts. I don't think that there's a person behind no. it. <laughs> no, me neither. Or he's just like he, he bought all the, all the followers. I don't know. That that could be true. Could be true. So um, for for my, I I'm just going with like so you, now your username is is he watercolor art? Uh, is he watercolors? And your art yeah. account is. Izzy watercolor art with a dot yes, between Izzy with and with a dot between them. Yeah. It's also kind of uh, if Izzy wasn't allowed, I wanted watercolors behind it because it is easier for mm -hmm. like searching. And people people remember you as a person who makes watercolors. So exactly, yeah. so it's easy to do. Oh, it's Izzy something with watercolors, and then poof, there I am. So, so I remember uh, when we started with the uh, uh, textile art business with my mom. Um, mm -hmm. When we started out, we had to go to the uh, KVK, which is like the mm -hmm. place where you apply your business. And yeah. you have to tell them what your business is named. And mm -hmm. we were going to sell like this yarn. And it didn't, of course, it didn't make sense to apply with our name. It wouldn't have made sense to apply a yarn business under uh, Marijke Bongers, which is my mom. Mm -hmm. So we thought about a name and then we were looking online like, okay, we want it. Um, uh, first, we wanted to call our shop Sweet and Simple, I think. Because that was what we were going for. We were going for like sweet colors. So uh, pink, uh, baby blue, uh, cream colors. I actually like the stuff name like Sweet that. and Simple. So we wanted to go for Sweet and Simple. But that wasn't, mm. uh, that wasn't available. So in the end we went for Sweet and Simple stuff. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean? <laughs> stuff. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? It was You went physically to the KVK and they told yeah. you it's not available? Yeah, they, and we searched online if the domain was available, if we could make a website under that name. Um, oh, like that. Okay, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so there was too much confusion searching up that name. So we went for sweet and simple stuff, uh, which is like, it already sounds like a lot worse because you just put stuff behind your brand name. Uh, it already makes sweet it feel like stuff. it's... Yeah, it already makes it feel like it's less luxurious. <laughs> yeah, it sounds a bit cheap. It sounds a, a bit cheap. So, and uh, for a while, like, I was 12 when we opened the yarn shop, I think. Aww. Uh, and it's, like, I was making crochet mouses and crochet bunnies, and I would make the patterns, and I would sell the dolls that I made and stuff like that. Oh, um, and then... After a while, we went more into the like ecological yarns. We went more in the luxurious fibers and stuff. And uh, now, now I keep using the word stuff. <laughs> we we stuff. went more into like um, textile art, where it's mm -hmm. like you you we repaired clothes, but we also made an art piece out of it. So it wasn't just. Like, oh, we're going to repair this very neatly. But it was more the, the visual mending. Uh, it wasn't that big back then. But we were doing a lot in that direction. And the oh. name Sweet and Simple Stuff <laughs> just didn't fit at all no. with the vibe that we wanted to get. Like with our, uh, all our, and my mom did a lot of, natural plant uh, dyeing so she would gather the plants and then she would figure out how to make the color of the plants last the longest oh cool and so then, she would do that herself yeah and she would uh, dye the that herbs. is luxurious oh that is cool yeah and we had all these beautiful natural uh, color charms and that that's like and then we changed our uh, name into 
Eco Textile Studio, I think. Oh, that sounds fancy. Yeah, and also we were going more less into the yarn shop and more mm-hmm. into the uh, we are creating uh, our own line of clothes, which are partly thrift, thrift shopped and adapted and mm-hmm. partly uh, handmade from scratch, but with ecological Ooh. stuff. And I think that the, the, the name Eco Textile Studio worked fer- very well for what we were doing back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you have to see that like, you can't really choose something that... like at, at one point you feel like something really resonates with you, but over the years you're going to change as a person and your mm-hmm. interests yeah. are going to change and whatever Absolutely. you want to sell is going to change. Uh, and that's why we like changed name and eventually my mom stopped with the yarn store and she doesn't really do like uh, clothes on commission anymore but she's just mm. like making art for herself and she made some art for uh, Extinction Rebellion like as uh, uh, protest clothes mm-hmm. and stuff and she felt like Eco Textile Studio didn't really fit the new art that she was making because mm-hmm. she wasn't really a studio anymore. Uh, so, mm-hmm. so now she just changed it to, to Marijke Bongers. Uh, to her name. Yeah. So when I was starting out with my illustration. I was like okay. A lot of people have like. Uh, their In their name they say like. Oh uh, I know somebody that's called uh, Anna Tross. Like there's a lot of people that have like. Uh, Sarah Scribbles. Uh, oh, uh, like that. Ross draws. Like they have mm-hmm. in their name that they are an illustrator. And uh, when I started out, I was like, okay, am I going to pick a name? Am I going to brand myself as an illustrator um, with my username? Do I want that? Of course, that makes it easier when you're commenting on other people's posts. They can see right away that you are an illustrator. So they might click on your name and they might find you. So that's for you, of course, the same. If you have uh, Izzy watercolors, when people yeah. will see your username, they will see, oh, Izzy probably makes watercolors. No way. Uh, but for me, I was like, okay, uh, I, I do want to be an illustrator, but I don't know what kind of illustrator I want to be. I don't know if I'm going to make a comic. I don't know if I'm going to do big paintings. And I still like textile arts. So I don't mm-hmm. know if I want to include that in my work. And now, of course, I make ceramics. I make a lot of ceramics. And it's become a huge part of my brand. Um, and if I had picked the name Caitlin Draws or something like mm-hmm. that, then it wouldn't have made like a lot of sense to come on a profile that only sells ceramics or like sells a lot of ceramics. I um, understand that, yeah. So, so that's a little bit that that's the struggle, and uh, I'm I'm really glad that I went just for my name because it allows me the freedom to uh, just do whatever. But it's also like a little bit of people are confused because they might not be sure what they can expect from me. Yes, but um, yeah, so it's hard because you do because illustration and ceramics is is pretty yeah it's it's pretty far from each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But on the other hand, you used your name for a while now, and people know you for uh, the one who's always drawing everywhere. That's how I know you. (laughs) Yes. And who makes palettes. So I think it makes sense to use your name for what you're doing. I think it fits... You. Yeah, and I and I thought about like the people I follow online, and the people I follow on YouTube, and there's a lot of artists that I follow. Like there's artists that I follow that don't use their own name, and there's artists that I follow that use their own name, and I feel like I can connect more with people who use their own name because I feel like I know who they are. 
And there's a couple of artists that I follow that don't use their own name. And they mm. do introduce themselves every video. But I still forget their name. I just know them by their username. And somehow that gives me like a less of a connection with these people. I can't really remember them as well as where, for example, Lee Ellickson is a YouTuber who paints a lot. Uh, I'm, I'm remembering her very well because I can like, I can see the person in front of me. I see the, the face because she shows herself a lot. I see, I, I remember her name because that's where, what she goes with. And then I can also see the art where with other artists, I have a less complete picture because I might only like have the username and their art and I might not know their real name or like, um, so that's what I was thinking about. And because I can remember most clearly the people that go with their own name, uh, I decided to go with my own name too. It makes uh, sense. If you if you tell it like that, it actually makes really good sense that people go by their own name. Mm -hmm. I do kind of wish I picked a fake last name though. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wish I picked yeah. a fake, fake last name. <laughs> like, it would have been a little bit uh, more difficult to search me. And also I've had some people contact me from like way back because they searched my name to see how I was doing. And then they found my YouTube channel. Oh yeah, channel. <laughs> and then they found your YouTube channel and like, oh, you're doing YouTube? Oh. Yeah, so I kind of wish I picked a fake last name, but well, whatever. When I'm gonna get married, I'm just not gonna tell you guys my new name. <laughs> no, yeah, keep it private. <laughs> just well, actually, I do. The, it's the same thing. Like uh, when when people people regularly ask if they can send me something, which is fine, and then I give them my address and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but just like with online shopping and giving my people my name and address, uh, I use my maiden name. Mm -hmm. and not my new official name. Yeah. I don't know, maybe it's just when whenever I get mail, like physical mail in my mailbox, and it says my full name plus uh, my new last name since I got married, I'm always like, who's this? Who has <laughs> sent me this? Who knows, who knows this name? This is not from one of my Instagram friends. What is this? <laughs> 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 and whenever it says my maiden name, like oh, this must be some someone from Instagram. That would be great. Or I ordered something, you know. All right, I feel like we talked a little bit too long about just names, and that was my fault because yeah, I yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter. I, I, doesn't matter. I did this whole talk about the name stuff, <laughs> but there's of course more to branding than just the name. Um, are there any active choices that you? Uh, make a lot when you, for example, pick packaging or when you pick colors for your brand or, and did you always do that or did you just like gravitate towards colors that you liked and that's become your brand? Um, no, I, because my very first, like I told you, the very first logo was, had to do with a, an abstract painting I did in green and gold. Mm -hmm. It evolved in green and yellow because mm -hmm. you cannot, you cannot, it's really hard to represent gold on your website. So I chose yellow. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to keep that uh, one because I, I like the combination of yellow and, and green, but two, it, I feel like it also has a sense of uh, people recognizing the color combination. If mm -hmm. they see, and it, it might be unintentional or, or, or how do you say? It might be um, like they, they're, they're maybe not aware that they mm -hmm. recognize it. But I truly believe that the that a certain combination of colors in combination with how you, for instance, stories, right? Mm -hmm. For how you make your stories, how you, how you write your text in wit which Instagram font and then which color. I really believe that without looking at the username, people know this is a story from Izzy. Mm -hmm. Just just because branding is more than just a logo. Uh, it's also, it's, it's a whole style. Like you say, with your packaging, everybody, 
knows that when they get a package from me, it's usually a a, a brown small package with like full of stickers, like a little heart here and a bird there, and a, and their personal name written on their on their on the front, and then the 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 ugly shipping label is on the back, and and, <laughs> and that kind of stuff. It's like they know it's a package from me, and mm. the same thing goes for my stories. I like to uh, use a certain font that I also changed with my rebranding because before I used the like the typewriter font. Uh, on Instagram, and now I switched to another more um, dyslexia-friendly font. <laughs> um, if if that helps. Um, so yeah, that is that is that is what I do. Those those kinds of little things. Um, it's actually funny because I when I started out, I didn't really think about oh I'm gonna brand in this way but, but I just was like uh, okay I'm just gonna buy like this I'm not gonna buy tissue paper because I know a lot of artists make tissue paper which they pack but I didn't want to make that because th that was too big of an investment and yeah, also it's really expensive and also I really felt like it was kind of a waste because it's something that people will throw away most likely um, so most likely, yes. I bought this big pack of like recycled uh, paper, very thin recycled paper, uh, because I like that. When I, if you know the store Dylan Camille, which is another Dutch store, uh, mm -hmm. when you buy something there, they will pack it in this recycled uh, paper. Yeah, paper. Uh, and I really liked that look of like this is just natural <laughs> recycled recycled yeah. paper. Uh, so that's what I packed all my orders in. And then to give it like a little personal touch, I tied a ribbon of recycled sari silk. Oh, yeah, um, I remember. Yeah, I, I still do that because my mom's yarn shop had a lot of recycled sari silk left over. And we weren't using it and we didn't really sell it. And we still had so much. And I was like, oh, I can decorate my, my orders with that. And it wasn't really a very active decision to make it my brand. But I was just like, oh, I think this looks nice. And this this is like my vibe. And uh, yeah, that's how it happens. That's and just then, it. And then people started messaging me and they were like, oh, I see people do unboxing videos and I recognize straight away that it's like your package because... See? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that's also branding. You know, it's, it with me, I feel like I... I sell a luxury item. Mm -hmm. I, I see handmade watercolors. I see that as a as a luxury. Um, so I always like to package it like like a little gift. So it has uh, a label. It goes into a little packet with a little business card. I still and I somehow I regret it, but also that is now part of my brand. I have these holographic small plastic baggies that I once bought in bulk because uh, I had one customer where paint arrived uh, soggy and wet because of the mm. weather. So to protect them, I bought these holographic sleeves and because they're holographic, they're awesome. Mm -hmm. um, but they are from plastic and I didn't want to use them anymore. Uh, I wanted to use um, more eco-friendly packaging, but I still have all these holographic packets. So I'm still emptying them, but now they are part of my brand. Mm -hmm. So they see the holographic package, they know it's from Izzy. And then I put the, like you said, the little tissue paper, which is also green. It used to be black, but now it's green with gold because I found a supplier who sells <laughs> tissue paper in green and gold. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then you get a little, a little sample and you get a little either tea or candy. And then I, wrap it all up with the golden stickers and being like super cute. And that fits my brand. But when you, t when you tell me about your packaging and it's eco-friendly paper and with recycled ribbon made from recycled fabrics and all that kind of stuff, that also fits your brand. Because I, I feel whenever you're, you're making your palettes, because you hand make all of them one mm -hmm. by one without any, you don't pour, uh, you don't have like, uh, how do you say it? Like a mold. Mm -hmm. You make every cup 
every artist cup, every every palette you handmade, and it's all very organic. And the whole organic feeling really fits your brand. Yeah, it's also organic something... and eco friendly and stuff. And and because I uh, I like if I look at my brand, I know I am a brand because I I like. Um, like how I present myself on Instagram and I have my web shop and I like when I'm going to talk to customers who maybe want to commission me, like I am my brand. Uh, so when I talk about like thinking about my brand, I also think about how I present myself, like mm -hmm. how, how I view life and what mm -hmm. i find important in my life is therefore a very big part of my brand yeah um, i was talking to tom about this like uh, i like to make stickers i know stickers aren't really eco-friendly but i just like stickers i think they're I very cool <laughs> and there's a lot of sticker ids that i can make which might not fit my brand uh, I've been making. What do you mean? So I've been making stickers uh, of like cute animals. I draw a lot of cute animals, uh, yeah, and I've been drawing these brand. these stickers about uh, uh, chickens, and I've drawn <gasps> I stickers. Saw them. And I've drawn a sticker about uh, butter, uh, which has like the whole story. Butter is the the rooster that my parents-in-law ha have. And there's like a whole story be behind him. But uh, like I made this sticker and it says loud and proud. And oh, Tom, Tom really wanted me to make the sticker say loud and obnoxious. <laughs> 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 Which is funny, but it doesn't really fit my brand, does it? Like the word obnoxious. It's the same. No, the word obnoxious doesn't fit you. Yeah, and it's the same with these bags. I'm going to show you guys. Like, I made these bags. And I made the Be Kind bags. And I also have the Be Wild bags. I don't have them right now because they're all sold out. Yes. But uh, I had also had the Be Wild bags. But I made the Be Kind first because Be Kind really fits my brand. Yeah. Um, and then somebody at the table was like, Oh, you made the be kind. Now you have to make a be, be aggressive. And I was like, oh, be aggressive. That's a great idea. I'm going to draw like a, a little cat that is all feral and is like, be aggressive. But then people were like, uh, I don't feel comfortable with this. Even though it I'm was like a joke. Because you drew something. <laughs> yeah, but, but I kind of get it. Because... Be aggressive, first of all, is not really something that a lot of people want to, uh, like, they, they don't want to wear a t-shirt or a bag that says be aggressive, be aggressive. Because mm. people don't really want to say, like, be aggressive is okay, even though it was, like, <laughs> a joke. It was a joke. Uh, but then I changed it to be wild. And be wild is, like, a lot more playful and it's not... Uh, like promoting violence <laughs> and uh, so and then people were really like oh this really uh, is like it's playful it's like not yeah. over the top it's uh, yeah. it's and it's also a little joke about we are all these kind introvert uh, introvert people and we get to be a little wild sometimes like that like, was I understand I understand somewhere, like you have these brands who, whose main focus is um, creating products with texts mm -hmm. that are provoking. Yeah. You know, like be aggressive. That that could be something for, for, for their brands, mm -hmm. but not for you. <laughs> Even though I like it, I understand now what you mean with it doesn't fit your brand. Yeah, and, and that's with, uh, with what I see at Comic-Con and at conventions a lot. is like uh, a lot of people do like the, the, the funny joke stickers. Uh, yeah. Or they're, they're like uh, the meme stickers, things like that. And that's yeah. cool. I like memes. <laughs> and I love memes. I love memes. And, and that's 
funny, but I've been thinking about, oh, they sell really well. Should I also make meme stickers? But then I think about the arts that I make and the arts that I want to make and the things that I promote on my Instagram. And meme stickers don't really fit in there with me. You know, and I have these thoughts exactly the same. Like I'm a paint maker and I want to branch out in art supplies. But then I make, I can show you, I, I, I've been into lemons lately. Mm -hmm. And it's really cute. I saw them, and yeah. They look great. It's really cute. Thank you. I'm really happy with them. I feel like I, I've broken my cycle of, um, of my um, art block. Um, oh, and I'm actually taking your advice. I, I'm going to put my little, I'm just going to, uh, how do you paste the loose sketches next to them? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm learning something. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, I want to make cards, you know, like um, postcards with my print. And then mm -hmm. something, you know, but, but I'm just like, it, does it really fit my brand? I don't know. Like I'm a maker. My brand is about art supplies. And now I'm going to incorporate mm, my, mm, my yeah, cards and stickers with it. I don't know if it. Oh, you it know what fits, would you know? be really cool and what would fit? What if you made like <laughs> what if you made like a, a business card size print with like your lemon drawing on one side and then uh, dots of the colors on the other side and then you have like oh, that's a little, cool. and then you have like a little art print and then it's like the lemons and then you have the lemon dot card. <laughs> Excuse my language. That is really really cool. I really like that idea. If I'm ever going to make them, you're going to get a set. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I really like the idea. Yeah. But it, but yeah, it's, it's the things we like, oh, it would be fun to make uh, stickers of this meme. And then with Dogo, you know, because Dogo <laughs> is so funny. But on the other side, maybe you could, because I think Dogo is starting to be part of your brand. Yeah. I think so too. At least people buy doggo snacks and I do the snack hauls on my Instagram. And yeah, see? <laughs> and actually in this bag uh, that I've just folded up, uh, there I had to make, uh, I wanted to make like a quick logo to put in the inside of the bag. Uh, oh, so it's doggo. It's doggo. So it shows my name and it's, and it's just, I'm going to show it on screen, but it's just doggo with the snacky ain't. With the duck. With this duck. And then it just says Caitlin Boggers. So it's very Look, simple. I'm just going to say it. This should be your new brand logo. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> it's so cool. And I just made it in like five minutes. Because I was like, oh, I need something to put on yeah, the Yeah, but like the, the, best, the best ideas that make the most sense come from these quick thoughts. Mm-hmm. It's definitely true. I love it. It's so cute. Oh, Doggo. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> and I do think Doggo is part of my brand. I think but so he's, prob he's probably not going to be like uh, very intense. Like there's, there's these people that uh, have like an art account and all they do on every single painting they make, they include like an element. So I know people that have like a ghost in every painting that they do. And I know people that have like a crow in every painting that they do. And you mean like that that is their signature? Yes, no, it's not their thing? it's not their signature, it's just that like the, the ghost is doing something in the painting. So uh, uh. it's it's like the character in the painting. Um, and I don't think I'm going to be Oh you mean like that, yeah. I don't think I'm going to be a person who draws Doggo in every single painting that I make. Uh, no, but it's it's the same thing with my birds. I I think I've drawn my birds maybe once. Mm -hmm. But they're still part of my brand because they are sh showing up in stories. Yeah. Uh, you know, less frequent that I used than they used to, but... Uh, I do yeah, sometimes do. Uh, post stories about Doggo because I feel obligated to uh, supply my followers Doggo pictures. 
<laughs> really? Yeah. Oh. And there's actually people who are like, hey, how, how is the doco? What is the doco doing? And then he's just like laying like this. And then I'm like, okay, you can take a picture. But that's not, I understand that you're, that you're like, you know, if he's just laying there, it's not interesting to show people that. But, you know, okay, if they're asking. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I, I do like that he's part of my brand. But also I kind of feel like because animals don't live forever and i know i'm gonna yeah, be heartbroken it's gonna be hard one day yeah. i'm gonna be heartbroken on the day that doggo is not here anymore and if my whole brand is around doggo then that's gonna be extra hard yeah um, i get that so yeah. yeah so you're kind of protecting yourself now for the future yeah i guess yeah understandable understandable you know and that's the thing about branding we now live in this huge digital world where branding is more than just a logo and a website and fonts and colors mm -hmm. i remember back in school uh we 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 had to set up a fake company and then create the whole branding around it and everybody stuck with just a logo brand colors brand fonts and like this whole guidebook on how you should create it you should create the the guidebook on how and where stuff is going to be. So this is like, if you're ha having a PowerPoint presentation, here's the logo, here's the title in this font with this color and this big, you know, mm -hmm. that stuff. But, but these days, branding is so much more than that. I have seen uh, branding books on certain companies that are like pages and pages and pages long because they have to incorporate all the digital stuff Mm -hmm. And I think it's, I love, I still love branding. I just love it. I, I just love that you can communicate a certain feeling uh, just by, just by branding. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, I think for every, for every business out there, branding is important. But I also feel like because, especially small businesses, because we pour our hearts in it and because we love our own business, the branding almost goes automatically, almost goes natural mm -hmm. because you are just, you are just being yourself and you're just uh, showing yourself through your branding. And I think that's amazing. And if we look at art, at illustration, uh, yes. of course, Branding could also be viewed as style. Like a lot of yeah. illustrators talk about their style. And of course, their yeah. style of is course. also a form of branding. Of branding, and, yeah. And I do really want to say that if like a lot of illustrators are really looking for their style, they are a way to be noticed, you know? And yeah. I really feel like if you just let it progress naturally you'll yeah. find the things that you like and you'll find the things that resonate like really with you and that you want to keep in your art and that's how you slowly find a style yeah uh, but also like uh, as an illustrator I don't think you should really force yourself to just draw in one style you can also experiment and do other things because um Whatever you're going to make, you're still going to make it as, like, you as a person. You're still going to make the choices to make it look a certain way. You're still still going to be influenced by the things that you like. Um, mm -hmm. So that's why, even though I work in a ton of styles for my feeling, like, I feel like I do a lot of different things. And people still tell me that they can recognize my style. Even though for me, it feels like I'm doing a ton of different things. But because I still like have my favorite colors and my favorite shapes and, and like stuff that I put into the paintings, um, it still like fits. Um, and I think a yeah, lot I of young artists, uh, yeah, like a lo lot of young artists get stuck in, I have to find my branding. I have to find my style. Yeah. Um, and I understand that, but it is also very, very, very hard um, 
if you decide to start your business and you're like, okay, I have to find my style, I have to find my branding. And if you force yourself, it's really, really hard to find inspiration and at the end, be happy with what you created as your brand or what you decided upon. That mm -hmm. you decided because, because well, you know, I, sh I should have something or yeah, I think this is good or did it grew naturally. And, then you and that's can why just... I also think that's why I also think that rebranding isn't a bad thing. And you know, so, changing it. Yeah, yeah. So you don't have to stick with what you pick in the beginning. Uh, so definitely when you order your first business cards and labels and logos <laughs> and stuff, try to keep it very like a, a low amount. Because otherwise you're gonna be stuck with your old branding for ages and you're gonna grow as an artist and you're gonna want <laughs> something different. And now here's the thing, why I'm laughing. <laughs> I've been having my uh, business cards for, I think, two years now. Mm -hmm. And uh, the end of last year, I ran out of mine, a thousand pieces, I ran out. I was so proud. And I was still happy with my branding, so I decided to order 2,000 because the more you order, the yeah. more you order, the less you pay. And now they're outdated. And now, and, and now they're outdated. But I have decided that I do not throw them out. Um, I needed new... I ran out of my logo stickers that I put on packages. Mm -hmm. um, so instead of creating new cards, I needed the stickers anyway. I just doubled the amount that I needed. And now I'm going to put the new logo sticker on top of the old logo mm -hmm. on my card. That's the most eco-friendly and cheap way to do it. But does your card say your Instagram tag? Yeah, I, that's, that's what I was doing before, my, before we meet. I've also ordered these... Um, labels that you actually can put through the printer mm -hmm. and these are the exact same size as it says simply is a design so now i'm gonna uh print here at izzy watercolors and then i also gonna just oh uh, you're gonna edit all your your old cards yeah that's a lot of work <laughs> it's a lot of work but i i really don't want to yeah. because i really like the style of the card like if the whole style would if i would put my new logo in a new business card, I would probably just keep the same style, mm -hmm. uh, just with a different logo. And I'm like, yeah, but if I'm going to order new business cards, I want to redesign the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I, I really like them. So I'm just going to keep them for now. <laughs> yeah, I had my old cards for uh, three years and I really didn't like them anymore. And also it still said like my Etsy store and uh, I didn't use my Etsy anymore. So now with my new uh, business cards, I actually printed them at home. They are stickers. They're not, not like cards, they're stickers. Oh, and, smart. And they just say like uh, uh, my email and my uh, website that has my socials. So it just says like uh, caitlinbongers.com slash socials. And then it goes to my website, which has like my YouTube and my Instagram. And yeah, all your links. Mm -hmm. so oh, I that's really smart. So I just have one, one link and my email. Um, and that's my business card. So uh, yeah, that's also, I think, when you're starting out and you're not sure yet which platforms you're going to use, like social media goes pretty quickly. There's always new uh, uh, apps on the rise. Mm -hmm. And I don't mm -hmm. know which apps will be there in two years. Uh, mm -hmm. So if you still want to use the same business card in two years, maybe something like a page which has all your links is a good idea. Yeah, I think that's a wonderful idea. Um, I also started Pinterest last week. Mm -hmm um making boards uploading like everything i'm i'm also going back to writing my blogs about interesting topics mm -hmm. um so now i'm actually writing a blog about cobalt pigments and how uh, cobalt is actually an issue and um because you know child labor yeah um but luckily by the way my all my cobalt pigments are not from 
uh, child labor. Just disclaimer: <laughs> they're not from child labor. Before anyone is going to attack me, um, and then I'm linking the blogs to my Pinterest, and I recently silently reopened my Etsy shop, mm-hmm. and I only put like six listings up from you know some th- some old older paint colors. Just for the idea that I can reach new people through Etsy and push them through to my website. <laughs> I, I also silently reopened my yeah. Etsy shop. <laughs> See? But I don't want to put that on a business card. I don't want to put yeah. my Pinterest. I don't want to put my Etsy. I my next business card is exactly how you're gonna how how you say it. It's gonna be how because it's always on the back, how to use my watercolors and some tips. And just my website. And mm-hmm. that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think this has been a great podcast. And if I look at my little list that I made, I think we talked about about everything. Uh, is there anything awesome. you want to add? <sighs> yes. Don't. I, I want to have a tip. I have a tip for everyone. Don't heavenly focus and go into the rabbit hole of branding because with patience, it will come naturally. That's a good one. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> Just focus on, on creating the stuff you want to create and do yes. what feels right for you. And uh, at one point you will feel like, hey, this is kind of my brand. Maybe I can add some things that like vibe with what I already have. And then you have a brand. And then, whoa, I have a brand and people know me for that. Yay. So that's Um, awesome. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you have any uh, brand tips that you've used or if you have any struggles and would like some more advice, be sure to leave a comment if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, Yes. And if you don't, but still, if you don't have a brand, don't plan to on having a brand but still listened because you found, found it interesting that's also really awesome thank you so much yes and in the next one we are going to talk about some uh, marketing tips uh, how we market before we uh, do a shop launch because i think that's going to be a really interesting one too so yeah. i hope you guys are excited for that one because i'm sh- i surely am i'm gonna tell you all my secrets <laughs> right. see you guys in the next one bye bye bye